Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Next Screen Podcast. I'm Jeremy Perez. I'm Chris Moreno. And I'm Alyssa Roman. You used your YouTube voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going on YouTube. So. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to introduce ourselves real quick, tell you why you should listen to podcasts, and eventually get into our top five movies. Um, starting off first... <laughs> Starting off first, of course, I'm Jeremy. Um, I'm a recently graduated film student. Um, I'm an aspiring writer, director, and, and producer. Is my voice really that? <laughs> yes. That? Okay. I'll, I'm sure it'll wear, wear off eventually. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anywho, I directed and written four short films and produced three more, um, all under my production company, Yeti Films. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Both of these are in it. They might not be in more. Um, <laughs> um, my love for film started when I was young. Um, I had this little DVD player. <laughs> you keep looking <laughs> at me while he's talking. You, you good? I'm good. <laughs> keep going. Um, I had this sure? little DVD player when I was younger, and I would just watch movies on it all the time, um, just over and over again. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, I'd even watch the special uh, special features, and that's how I learned about all the positions on me a too. Crew. Yeah, yeah. I did that. <laughs> my mom. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but my mom always likes to tell people that I spent more time watching the like bonus features and behind the scenes than I did watching the actual movie. Same here. Um, it was just easier to, you know, get more out of it. Did you do that, Chris? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I did that, yeah. I remember, like, one of those movies being Despicable Me 2. And that's how I... <laughs> so listen, random. Listen I, listen, I remember that because I was listening to the director's commentary, like, at the, what they do for the movie. For Despicable <laughs> Me 2. Look, whatever, whatever year that movie came out, um, I was listening to it, and that's how I learned, like, they were doing 3D um, Blu-rays. Because they like that's how they broke the news first um, for them. They don't really do them anymore for good reason. Because um, who would want to see? Yeah, because no, no one, yeah. no one's got three D TVs anyway. Exactly. That that was like a year of selling those TVs, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and then no one ever three D TVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing <laughs> for like a a blip. People thought it was gonna be the next big thing. But didn't they just release like three D movies on DVD for the three D TVs? Yeah. It was, but. I remember specifically, <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl well, came that, out on DVD and it was 3D. But that's the red and blue 3D. Yeah, yeah. Right. This it's is different. like actual. Goggles. This is like the gotcha, real D gotcha. shit. Let's continue. Yeah. What? Sorry. Let's continue what Jeremy was saying. <laughs> so, anywho, um, that's how I basically started my love for film. And then and in high school, I took a film class and I watched many movies like Psycho and. Um, Shawshank Redemption, it was just a bunch of these classics, and one movie that actually will be on my list later on. Um, and then Don't give well, it away. I didn't say which one oh, okay. it was. <laughs> um, and then in 12th grade, I actually started writing for the first time. I was never an English kid until then. Um, I was always a Spanish kid. <laughs> <laughs> subject. Hey, hey, <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, then I went into college, you know, taking classes for teaching, but I started taking film classes, which I got into film program, and here we are now. Um, I met these people along the way in college. Don't know how I feel about that Ew. still. Yeah, I know. Ew. <laughs> anyway, fuck that guy. Um, Period. 
Hi, my name is Chris Moreno. I am the star of the show. And bold. bold. Bold statement. Thank you. Did you mean lie? <laughs> Not even a statement. It's a lie. So, lie. I mean, it is a statement, but oh go on. Anyway, so I got writer? into movies uh, very young. Uh, I remember I had a lot of VHS tapes that I kind of circled around when I was younger. Uh, one I remembered was Rugrats in Paris, classic. <laughs> the orange tape, classic. Hell yeah. Oh, God, I forgot and, about that. <laughs> and whenever I would take road trips, we always have like this big, like, like book of like movies and had like the like the like the, the disc sleeves. Oh yeah. So we'd always put like the movie cover and the back of it was like the movie. So whenever we go on road trips, I would always like flip through and just pick whatever movie. The original yeah. Netflix. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So. What? I spent <laughs> I spent a lot of my time watching those because I've always was like in my car in my car in my mom's car <laughs> doing something so I would have to watch movies and I don't know they were like the, they were like one of the few things that like um, that I could like escape to when I was younger just kind of like put my mind into and just watch and listen it was really fun but I didn't really have a um, like an interest in making movies until like very like late until like my like not my late but like my mid teens when when youtube was big and i'm like oh my god i want to make youtube videos so i went into high school into a tv production program because they learned they were teaching editing and i'm like oh my god i can edit minecraft videos yes yes so then uh i learned editing and then i realized wait this is stupid <laughs> i like making movies instead of stupid youtube videos oh i thought you meant no the editing was stupid no, no, i was no, like no, no, damn no, and you're still I, doing it today no, and it sucks now <laughs> no but making like a youtube videos like that was kind of stupid but i like the film like aspect of it and then i had a really good teacher in high school that kind of taught me that way and then that's when like it sparked my interest and then i went to college for it and here we, we are <laughs> here we are but yeah i definitely like editing and i like the sound aspect of movies a lot so those are like the things that i like focus on like the most why are you making that face period <laughs> but but yeah that's that's me bravo thank you <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be great for the audio there's <laughs> that little um <laughs> it'll be in between the mics <laughs> um my name's Alyssa. hello hi um <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I said kind of the same thing. I interrupted Jeremy and said that I was the same and would always watch like the behind the scenes. Um, Film has something has what? Film has. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't talk. Taking one step at a time. Film has always been something that I'm interested in. Um, It's always been like the one thing that I've been passionate about. I but it was always something that felt really unattainable to me. Um. But as I got older and I started going to college or whatever, I realized that I should go into something that actually makes me happy instead of just something that will make me money. So um, I decided to go into film school, obviously. Um, (laughs) And from there, I, you know, I've worked on a few sets. I acted in a few shorts and things like that. But, um, you know. We'll see where things go from here. But I got into movies from uh, with my mom and my grandpa. That was like our thing. My grandpa would always take me to watch movies like on the weekend. And we would always go to the movie theaters and we would always go to Denny's and have dinner. So that was like our thing. 
and he would get me to watch like the classics while also letting me watch like some of the newer stuff that was coming out that I really liked um so that was kind of where I got my interest in stuff I guess (laughs) just general stuff (laughs) yeah just film stuff you know but yeah I don't know I don't I don't know (laughs) <laughs> great Bravo. great great introduction. thank you great introduction thank you i'm just so mysterious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking of mysterious speaking of mysterious there's a <laughs> there's a fourth member too i was like where are you guys going with this <laughs> uh the one that audio listeners can't really tell but behind the camera is our wonderful I love how you're waving and no, <laughs> yeah, like, no one can no see one you can or see you. hear you. Be cam, be cam. The, the wonderful uh, Maria over in the back. Come chilling. pop in and wave. Oh, no. No. <laughs> She'll next provide time, time, some, she some backdoor information when, we're, back when, when, when we need it. Backdoor, you know. Mm. Backdoor information. It's very secretive. Um, yeah. I was yeah. on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she also will be on a future episode. Um, so you will get a chance to meet her later on. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> but all right. So those were our introduction, uh, introductions. 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 <laughs> and now we'll be getting into you know, what the podcast will entail mm-hmm. in the future. Yep. So we're definitely going to be doing some movie reviews. We'll be doing lists for you, t- um, kind of like we are today. Um, character analysis, series breakdowns, trivia, et cetera. There, we have a lot planned for this. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great uh, to have you guys along for the ride. Um, if you are a movie head, this podcast will be for you. Movie head, <laughs> movie that's head. better than cinephile. That, I I was gonna Ew. say cinephile, and I did not Don't want say to. Cinephile. Movie head is just save better. that for your YouTube. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's I already got the YouTube voice. That was, that was, oh. that was you're supposed to plug your yeah, YouTube. Yeah, Yeti Films, you know. It'll be in the link. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just playing up the cheese, but it'll hopefully be in the bio down below. That's a thing that will always happen. Jeremy playing up the cheese. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. While also being the pretentious one. Um, oh, God. No. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Can't wait to get into our top five so we can hear how oh, pretentious yeah. Jeremy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before uh, we may get into you. Our, our top fives, we have some... Some movies. news articles, news news <laughs> infos that we want to get into as well because we also like to talk about movie movie news around here. And uh, <laughs> one thing that I definitely is it up on the screen? No. One thing that I want to talk about. Jesus, <laughs> it's not our boy it's, Chris Pratt. It's the it's the it's Mario movie. Maria, can you see that? Cool. It's the <laughs> the cast reveal of the new newly announced Mario movie. I mm-hmm. would like to know why this is happening. Uh, money. So, Mm, maybe it's like, an elimination hey. movie yeah <laughs> but like um nintendo's like 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 that like put them in the movie scene has been non-existent since like 1993 mm-hmm. when like the right. first like mario movie was made and it was a commercial failure yeah Literally. and you know how to improve that chris pratt chris fucking pratt <laughs> chris pratt baby chris pratt but um no, literally, the movie was awful. Literally, everyone was drunk while making the whole movie. So, and then I guess, like, however many years later, they're just like, let's try again, but not with real humans. <laughs> but I don't know. Definitely, I feel like the whole cast I was being like revealed to was just funnier and funnier after each character they kind of like introduced. It was like when I went immediately, it, it, it starts with, with Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris and it's already it's choice. already off to a weird start, and yeah. then it goes 
Charlie Day. <laughs> well, Anya Taylor Joy was oh was yeah, Princess yeah, sorry. Peach. She she was she was showing off next, but then Charlie Day as Luigi, which I think is perfect casting. But I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he has that loser energy that Luigi, what? you know, usually has. Whoa, well, it's like lovable loser, loser. energy. It's a lovable loser yeah, energy. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, anywho, then, then it's Jack Black as Bowser, which we stand. Yes, we stand Jack Black. Just so so odd. I Jack mean, it kind of like it. I mean, it makes sense, but I feel like it's just so odd. I feel like it's just gonna be really weird because, for one, in the video games, Bowser never talks. Yeah, he makes like, like grumbles, grumbles and roars. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then, like when he's like gonna talk, it's just gonna be fucking like, <laughs> like Jack Black, like rock on type of voice and rock on. What's rock, the yeah. over under on Jack uh, Bowser having a guitar? <laughs> if he gets musical, I'm gonna be so mad. If this is a musical, no. If like Bowser gets musical because it's Jack Black, oh. I'm, like, so mad I'm gonna get you, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know, I stand Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Name I, one Jack Black movie. School of Rock. Oh, bitch. Besides School of Rock, <laughs> name another one. Um, Kung Fu Panda. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even say Tenacious D. Natural Libre. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, anyway, and then Keegan Michael Key is Toad. I'm very curious about that one. I'm excited Wait, for that. He's Toad. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Okay. I am so excited for that. I that it's either gonna go really, really well or really terribly. But at least it'll be a fun performance. Mm. <laughs> I don't I just I just don't know, man. I, I mean just... you guys seen Toy Story Four? Yes. No. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well he does great voice acting in that, I believe. Really? Isn't it like not like just his voice though? Kinda. What do you mean? Like when he voices like that plush whatever, isn't that yeah. like just like his like voice that he's saying though? Not really like voice acting in anything. I mean like acting in the sense of you know, like well, giving I mean, emotion to it. I mean, yeah, he, he'll convey like an anime character pretty well, but I feel like him as Toad of all characters. Yeah, he, he probably do. Ha, ha. No, you know, the... <laughs> he makes a Toad voice. I'll be also. I don't know if Toad, like, Lucky Charm ass dude. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, and then Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. That one, I feel like it's just. I am Banana. obsessed with Seth Rogen and his pottery. <laughs> I must say, if we don't get his laugh. In this movie, if I see it, if I see Donkey Kong animated with Seth Rogen laugh, I'm gonna cry in the theater. That'll be the best moment of my life. Will it? Yes. Will it really? Well. Yes. <laughs> well, continuing the Kong family, I guess is Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Who is that? No idea. Do you know Chris? I don't know who that is. Okay, cool. Apparently, um, our backdoor <laughs> uh, consultant Maria does. Gosh. Um. Well, anywho. Continuing on that, it's uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. Kamek. Who is that? Kamek is like, usually like in the games, um, Kamek is like Bowser's like right-hand man. So this might be how um, how they're going to be, like how it's going to be used in the movie. Uh, apparently, Kevin Michael Richardson is of Cleveland show fame. <laughs> Who is that? He, do, he does other voice work. Yeah. Like I remember. He doesn't, he's an Invincible. Yeah. He, he played the Mahler twins, right? Or... I think so. Yeah. That's, um... Wait a minute. Oh, I know who Fred Armisen is. Oh, you were on I just Fred need Armisen. to... Wait, I don't know who this other person is either, but... <laughs> okay. Wait, he's You'll also... know Fred Armisen if you see him. Mm-hmm. So, go. He's on SNL. Like, he was on SNL. He did Portlandia. Um... Oh, he did Captain Gantu and Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, not, not Fred Armisen. Kevin oh. Michael Richardson. Nick and Michael Richardson. No. no. <laughs> Who the... F- okay. Now I'm looking him up. 
And to round out the cast, um, the announced cast so far, though, is uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco? Who's that? Maniscalco as oh. Spike. Yeah. Which He's a comedian. Yeah. An Italian comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I if I were to know, like, how, like, these Mario characters work, the Spike, because Spike hasn't been introduced in Mario games since, like, the NES, basically. Mm. And so in his, like, game that he was in, he was introduced as, like, Mario Luigi's, like, boss for a construction company. So, Mario and Luigi might have a boss, <laughs> which would be Spike. And that's okay. odd. <laughs> but, Interesting. Because I feel like with, with them being, with this guy being, like, in the movie, I feel like the story is going to be, like, Mario and Luigi in, like, real life fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> and then they find their way to the Mushroom <laughs> in Kingdom. In real life Brooklyn? Yes, because that's, like, their whole thing. When they were, like, a long time ago, Mario and Luigi were, like, you know, Brooklyn plumbers. <laughs> you Right. Yes. What if that's the title mm-hmm. of the movie? Brooklyn, Brooklyn pl- plumbers. plumbers in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I'm interested to see any, uh, any trailer for this. It comes out December 21st, 2022. It's a whole ass year. Yeah, a I year that's and fine. three months. They they need all the time that yeah. they can get to recast Chris Pratt. No. Right? No. <laughs> I've, I've, I don't know. I Chris Pratt made like a little like Instagram like video talking about like his like involvement in the movie. It's just really funny. And every mm-hmm. goes, "Did he me, really?" I'm Mario. Yeah. <laughs> no way. He said it. That's not the voice that he's doing. He's like, "It's me. I'm Mario." But like, he just like. <gasps> is he talk- gonna have an accent? He Probably. is gonna have a voice that he says. Oh right. But I don't know if it'll be good. <laughs> no, it won't. Yeah, I'm already calling it right yeah. now. Wow. Okay. But it. It's it's my least favorite Hollywood Chris, so I'm okay with it's that. It's everyone's least favorite Hollywood Chris. You're not special. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anywho. Why um, do you say anywho a lot? <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> I I'm ex- I mean, I'm so excited to watch it. It's also Illumination. They don't have the best track record. It's also who? Illumination. Illumination. You know, the one like that Despicable made Me, Lorax. Despicable Me 2. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> one and two. True. Never um, saw those. I saw the first Despicable Me. Yeah. I only saw Sing 1 because my sister. <laughs> she like, you excited for Sing 2? This holiday? No! <laughs> no! I don't really care for it. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving, moving on, on to something that is also coming out this December. In fact, December 29th, The Book of Boba Fett. This December? Yeah. We're getting Boba Fett? The Book of Boba Fett, yes. The wow. Disney Plus TV show. Um, I can't wait. It was literally I love Boba Fett. Like yesterday, like in a random tweet. I remember scrolling <laughs> yeah. through Twitter and it just said, boom, here it yeah. is. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it was just a post uh, poster that came up. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, oh, is, cool. Um, um, right. Oh. Coming up there. there for, it's oh. very dark for the yeah. camera, yeah. but the, 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 the poster is there. Yeah. Do you want to describe it for our audio? Uh, for audio listeners, it is just a picture of Boba Fett <laughs> in a chair, which is, you know, reminiscent. It looks more like a throne. Jabba the Hutt's throne. Yeah. Okay. It's reminiscent of the very end of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. when spoiler. he goes in and steals a spoiler. goes in at the very end and steals the throne of Jabba the Hutt. I know everything that they're saying. <laughs> Chris is looking to Alyssa right now. And then, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's reminiscent of that scene. And it's just it's talking about how it's coming out December 29th. That's all we know. We don't really know. Literally anything else. It's just, this year? Mm-hmm. Yes, this year. Oh, wow. It's coming out this. It's the same day that the final episode of Hawkeye is. So that's going to be a very fun day for TV, I feel mm. like. Go from your Marvel fix right straight to your sure. Star Wars fix. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I literally don't know what like it could be about. Um, oh, they haven't. There's no information. It's on literally what no it's information. About. It's, it's, li- it's literally well, just. I think it's gonna be about Boba Fett. Okay, well, smartass. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that, but like, what will Boba Fett do? Be cool. So True. I remember seeing a thing. It might have been deleted since I don't see it skimming this article. Um, but it's basically like him dealing with the power vacuum that is Tatooine right now. Like he's gonna probably fight off against other bounty hunters that might want the throne um so i think it might be like a gauntlet of a show where like every week it's a star wars tournament arc yeah hey (laughs) i'm excited for that that'd be cool (laughs) you know you can uh bring in other like who what's other bounty hunters right uh, around that time like well we did we did see some from the clone wars yeah we those those like mandalorian from the clone wars could be those um Oh, fucking no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't mean because it's a very weird spot where the mm-hmm. timeline is with that show. So I don't know exactly where everything is. Yeah. Well, either way, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be good. Yeah. At least I hope so. Um, We already got that great Western slash Samurai vibe from Mandalorian. And I feel like I can definitely continue with this show. Yeah, I definitely like the stuff that they went with Mandalorian, especially how like Star Wars kind of captures like that Western kind of feel, mm-hmm. too. I really like how, how like. Oh, like the newer shows are kind of like more getting in tune with that. So it feels really cool. Yeah. And I want to see more. More. <laughs> well, all right. So mo- moving on to our final piece of news. Um, this is definitely a bit of a heavier topic or like more impactful. Um, it's the IATSE strike that's going on right now. Um, Fuck IATSE. <laughs> Wait, whoa. No, 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 no. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, I do not agree. Thank I, you. Yeah, we, we stand with Ayatsi as it is the union for. No, fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. Essentially, it's this union of the crew members um, on a set that makes movies. So basically, without them, movies aren't made because um, this is the people. We also wouldn't have jobs. <laughs> We also wouldn't have jobs, but, you know, yeah. this is the people that are in the camera unions, are in um, any of the other guilds. I don't know why it's, I'm blanking on it right now, but <laughs> <laughs> we have, like, electricians, we have grips, we have... Art department. Art department. Um, wardrobe. Bas- wardrobe. Basically, everything aside from producers um, is in IOTSI. Yeah. I'm Literally what it says in this article, granted yeah. by our great Maria... Um, <laughs> Great, it says the electrician, special effects, grip soups, set medics, location managers, cinematographers, boom ops, ca- costumes, makeup artists, hairstylists, animation artists, and then pretty much everyone that li- isn't an actor, literally, yeah, <laughs> or producer, right? Because yeah. that's who they're kind of feuding with right now. Yeah, um, like if you are crew, this mm-hmm. is gonna mm-hmm. affect you. Yes, yeah. anyone below the line, um, as we call it, which is aside from directors, uh, producers, and actors, really, yeah. um. Basically, IOTC is just trying to get a fair living wage as well as fair time, like getting weekends off and getting nights off, or at least, you know, if you work night, you... Enough time in between shoots. Exactly. Um, there's so many things that have gone wrong, like being so tired that there's been car accidents, which IOTC even themselves on their social media has been posting about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of serious issues with that right now, and... Of course, we actually stand with Ayatsi on this, yeah. um, yes. despite Chris's joke earlier. So they <laughs> have a petition um, up 
uh, if anyone wants, well, you should go sign <laughs> the petition. <laughs> to, no, you have to. <laughs> you have to. Um, we'll have it linked down below for um, our YouTube audience. Uh, but yes, we stand with IATSE. Go yeah. off. And it's definitely been kind of a rough time in negotiations because checking um iotsi's twitter they even said like it's been like 10 days since mm -hmm. the producers have actually tried to reach out or anything it's so, not nothing <laughs> yeah exactly so this is you know kind of a scary time for people going into um the film business right now which we are yeah we couldn't have gotten into the business in a more right time. yeah like literally right at the beginning literally everything that we kind of went into mm -hmm. was kind of horrible first with pandemic and now this mm -hmm. shit now yeah we just can't get jobs <laughs> yeah <laughs> we really did go into the industry <laughs> at like a really weird mm -hmm. time because we even our half of our schooling was over um, zoom yeah, which was very awful. difficult and weird mm -hmm. because you, you can't do what we want to do <laughs> yeah. Over yeah. Zoom, and we tried and it was awful yeah um you know it's it's of course it's been very tough for us but even for those like still in the business right now it's it's very tough for them too because these, these are serious issues and um after dealing with the whole covid situation i know like production shut down for a while yeah. so it's just mm. so yeah dealing... so now, now it's having like two major times where mm -hmm. it's going to be like any kind of like hollywood crew is just gonna just stop mm -hmm. because if, if there's gonna be no crew there's gonna be no movies being made exactly yep. so it's get ready for some worse movies for a little bit of a time but <laughs> some <yeah>. worse <laughs> movies <laughs> um yeah even and we even got a taste of like having to deal with mask on set recently because we all worked on a mm -hmm. short film together and that was tough working 15 one day 17 hours it's yeah it's very tough yeah it was really awful yeah. <laughs> it was just so bad and i hope i just never have to work in that kind of condition ever again yeah and don't get it wrong we love making movies and like we love movies overall we we want this to be our career but we just like good sets exactly <laughs> we just want a good set to work on <laughs> go <laughs> all right so Moving on from our news section, it's time to start our top five. Well, top five. Before section. before we transition again, go sign the IATSE petition. It would really help out all of the crew members working. Yes. Please go sign. Please. Even if you're not in film, it still helps. Just that's the least you could do. Yes. Mom. <laughs> sign it. Please. I want work. <laughs> I want work. And now now we can get into the, the the meat of the podcast now. We're, we're, we're going to take up our major time, and that is the top five section. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, we've been discussing amongst ourselves. <laughs> this past couple of weeks, as if I didn't send in my thing yesterday. <laughs> you didn't have to sell yourself short, but go ahead. <laughs> we've been talking amongst ourselves, like, what what top movies, top five movies have really like, impacted us as like a person, what we like, like about them, and all that kind of stuff. And we thought it would be good to share it with our lovely viewers and listeners. Yeah, we thought it would be fun to do like our top five so that you guys can kind of get a taste of what we like mm -hmm. and what we look for in movies. Um, so. All right. So starting out the top five. Me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So my fifth is came out more recently and it's Lady Bird. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Timothy <laughs> Um, Lady Bird came out in what? 2019? 20, 2017. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. 2017? Mm -hmm. oh. Her fifth favorite movie of all time. She doesn't even know shit okay. about it. Chill out. 
Um, I, okay, okay, real quick before we start, uh, I googled ladybird and then and I went to the images and then it gave me pictures of ladybugs. <laughs> very uh, yes, odd, very odd. That's but... Sir Sharonin. That's Sir Sharonin. <laughs> oh, we'll try that again. That's my parents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I just I don't know. I love this movie. Um, directorial debut, Greta Gerwig. Um, I just think it's definitely a comfort movie for me. It makes me happy watching it, even though it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's like a heavy watch because it's not heavy. Like there's some comedic elements to it, but the topic of like her um, relationship with her mom and boys and just, you know, high school stuff is, I feel like something that a lot of people can relate to. Can you kind of like give like a small like synopsis of the movie? So I can kind of like- no. Okay, so <laughs> Ladybird is about um Ladybugs. Ladybird, um who is a girl growing up in Sacramento played by Saoirse Ronan. Um and it's just it's like a slice of life. It just deals with her going throughout high school, meeting boys, love, you know, dealing with all of that for the first time. Um friendships coming and going and um the relationship she has with her mom, which is kind of strained um because they don't see eye to eye a lot and it that is like a big um what's the word i'm looking for big like strain or something throughout the entire movie um literally the very first scene is like (laughs) them arguing in the car (laughs) and um for those who have seen it you know that she jumps literally jumps out of the car (laughs) What the fuck? Wait, have you never seen Lady Bird? I've never seen it. Oh Oh my god. On Netflix? I think it is on Netflix, yeah. That's why I'm telling you to kind of say it's an opposite so I can kind of follow what you're saying. Okay. For those that don't know, me. Me. Literally me. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Oh, I didn't know that you hadn't seen it. Okay. Well, (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry. Do you kind of get it now? Yes, I I kind of understand it now. Thank (laughs) you. Okay. Um. But it has a great cast as well. Saoirse Ronan, Laurie Metcalf, Timothy Chalamet, Beanie, Beanie? Beanie Feldstein. Beanie Feldstein. Um, so, I don't know. I just like it. Lucas Hedges. Oh, yeah. Lucas Hedges. I always forget about Lucas Hedges, but he's so good. Yeah. And I stand him. I love what they do with his character. Like, yeah. Not to spoil it, but it's it's really funny yeah it's an a24 movie oh my gosh with a oh movie God. called ladybird oh um it was also nominated for academy awards and mm. things I, did it oh, wow. win anything it, no i don't think I, it won anything um but it was it was a great you know little step for like um greta gerwig mm-hmm. um women in film women in film i just <laughs> saw the scene of her jumping out the car <laughs> yeah you get that iconic pink cast you know yeah um, oh her mom just show it, show it to the camera. <laughs> um, Alyssa has a ladybird pink cast sticker <laughs> on her water bottle. Um, you know that's definitely a fun movie. Love Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I and personally I just, prefer her, her other movie, but Ladybird's so good. You prefer Little Women mm-hmm. over Ladybird? Yeah, I disagree. Okay, but I don't know. I love Saoirse Ronan. I love her performance in this. It's so fun, and her. I feel like she acts a lot in this movie through her movements and it's very teenage-esque and I love that mm. because I feel like teenagers are very like over the top and exaggerated in the way that they move and express themselves, which I think is really fun and, and Saoirse Ronan really brings that to the table in this. And then 
of course, the scene with her and Timothy Chalamet after they do the deed. Chris's <laughs> <laughs> face is amazing. Now I gotta watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that scene is so fun, and I love when she screams in his face and. Who the fuck is on top their first time? I love that line. So fun. Great quote, for sure. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, look, that part just popped up in the trailer. Nice. What? When they were doing the deed. They're doing the deed. Whoa. Um, all right, so yeah, next uh, movie on the top five list. You guys don't have any other thoughts on my dear movie, Lady Bird? Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't got any. Yeah, thought. whatever. I just think that's a really. It's good, okay. We'll do an episode. It's a really cool pick. It's okay. We'll do an episode. All right. So my number five. Um, <laughs> oh, that's how we're doing it. We're doing five, five, five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> if someone. It's read not the like outline, it was in the outline. <laughs> or discussed yesterday. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Are we good for that? Go no, continue. Okay, so. <laughs> so my number five is a very, very weird movie. Oh God! Um, <laughs> it's a musical from 2001. It stars Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman. Uh, it is Moulin Rouge. Um, it's directed by Baz Luhrmann. Um, if you know that Leonardo DiCaprio Romeo and Juliet movie, that's the same director. It's the same weird editing, um, weird over the topness. Um, that it just for some reason works for me. It's actually won two Oscars for costume and set design, which I think deservedly. Wait, it won Oscars? So it won two and was nominated for Best Picture. Wow. Mm. Which okay. I did not know that until I did some research yesterday. Interesting. Um, for it. I love this movie so much. It's definitely not for everyone. <clears throat> um, yes, even uh, Maria, who hates musicals, liked this movie. Um, I must just say. Just a thumbs up. <laughs> I love musicals. Mm -hmm. And I we just. Know. This movie just did not do it for me. <gasps> no, no, no. <it's> no. <laughs> a person who likes musicals that doesn't like this musical movie? I'm getting untangled in my wire? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I honestly thought you would like it because you love Rocky Horror. Um, yeah. It's weirder than Rocky Horror, I think. Mm, that's a bold statement, I but okay. I think the filmmaking, not necessarily the story. Because, like, yeah. it's very, like, it's a lot of cuts. Yeah, the editing really stressed me out. And <laughs> Look, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it's all purposeful. It's it's meant to, you know, make you feel certain type of ways and get into characters, um, get into the characters' mindsets. Um, but it's a very beautiful movie from the subtext of the story and the performances. Um, some of the music, it's a jukebox musical, which means it's not original music. Um, but I still love the music in it. I listen to some songs every once in a while. Isn't there some original music in it, though? I think there's, like, one song that's original. Um, it, which is? Come What May, okay. I believe. Um, Maria's crying because she knows the importance of that song, and it is beautiful. <laughs> um, it's definitely one movie that I always think of when I think of movies and trying to get a wide range um, of movies. Okay. Because it's, it's for, to me, it's so unique. Okay. Um, it's just over the top and personally it works well I know it doesn't for everyone but I don't care <laughs> <laughs> go on <King. laughs> there I will say too there are some problematic elements of mm, the movie mm -hmm. but <laughs> it was 2001 and I don't stand by those prob problematic elements I would hope not yeah. <laughs> wait what Oscars did it win again it won for costume and set design interesting yeah against which, what do you know what other uh, ones i don't remember at the moment right now um but 
just looking at the movie alone, like I'm, I'm glad it was recognizing those things, um, especially because there's this huge elephant uh, that's like there's it's like <laughs> for this... no one who's for the people who haven't seen this movie, they're like, what the fuck <laughs> are you saying? It's I'm, a huge... I'm thinking that. What yeah. the fuck? Come on, an elephant. It's a huge <laughs> elephant that's Pull like a little a, house. Show him. Can search up Moulin Rouge elephant so we can get it on that screen. Um, and it's it's this big set piece that they actually built in a soundstage. So I think it deservedly won. And like they use it quite a bit. What the More fuck? <laughs> this shit is it's, an elephant. This that might be the stage elephant. production. Like, uh, oh, search up movie. Moulin Rouge. Um, and Wait, funny this and, is a stage production as so well? So after oh, they made one and literally a couple days ago at the Tony Music Awards, it won Best Musical. Moulin Rouge? Yeah, the stage adaptation. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm being for real. Mm. Um, Elephant. <laughs> so you, <laughs> um, anywho, so I'd, I'd recommend watching this movie for yourselves. It's over the top. It's not for everyone, but definitely check it out. It's definitely worth at least a watch. Mm. Even if you're not into it, I feel like my Christopher. Top, I feel like my top fives aren't as like intricate. Well, thought of as you guys are. It's okay. It, <laughs> because it's like your guys is. I feel like. Well, well, you thought of yours in like forty seconds. So. Yeah, but like, because these movies, like, I know these movies. That's the thing. I feel like your guys' movies are more like artsy and cinema, or whatever. Literally, my, literally my, my number five is Good Burger. <laughs> okay, I respect that though. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, you're, like fucking. Welcome to Good Burger. But yeah. Good Burger. But it doesn't. They don't have to be like artsy or whatever. It's I just know. what. Your favorite. Like, I got like a bunch of like fucking like kitty ass movies. Well, Just wait for my number four. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh good, boy. Good. <laughs> good Burgers is Good Burgers. Good Burger is like the sequel. One of one of those movies like growing up that I just watched over and over and over it was it's just so funny and it's so like over the top and stupid that uh i love it because i don't know man something about it just like just just put like a little like spot in my brain it's just like you were gonna oh, love this movie forever <laughs> i love it, it this has... movie came out in 1997 yeah wow wow mm-hmm. this, i mean that feels right this was around the time it came out in the early 2000s because um the reason why they made this movie was because before this was the sketch comedy All That that they had on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I love All That. I love All That as well. It's so good. And then the good then the good burger comedy like, sketch that they did was like so popular that they made a whole movie about mm-hmm. it. And oh, it's, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. <laughs> and some of my favorite scenes include like when they literally get sent to a fucking asylum. Yeah. And then they start, and then they start uh, fucking dancing to George Clinton Funkadelic's "Not Just Knee Deep." That's such a good scene. I love that song. Yeah, I love it. It's literally one of my favorite songs of all time because of that. Because the whole scene is just so funny, and even like George Clinton is like in like the sound with them, so he's just like. Because before that, they had like, some like weird ass music playing. He just goes like, he goes like, oh, this 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 music sucks. And then <laughs> Kel, who plays Ed, goes over and just changes like the song it's just so funny but good burger as a whole is really just about two fast food workers trying to thwart the 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 opposing uh burger shop that had just opened across the street and they do whatever they need to do to stop them and it's stupid it's funny i love it i love it to this day and yeah it's my number five Definitely one I want to rewatch because I haven't seen it in like a two, in like two years or something. You need to. I haven't yeah. seen that movie since I was a kid. Ooh, definitely. Rewatching it, it now is so funny because <laughs> like it has like some things that like are just even funnier when I'm older. Yeah. Really? Mm. There's like 
there's like a whole like there's like a line and like it was like the very end when like they're talking and then like ed talks to well i'm talking about their actor name because it's like ed talks to whatever i mean kel talks to keenan <laughs> and then he's like you don't be my friend no more and then keenan's like like no 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 like i do and then kel just goes it's because i'm black and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i love that line that so part's much. so funny i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> like this is like in a fucking like basically like a kid's movie it's just it's so good oh man and another like funny thing too that they kind of did for like like the crew like the crew making the movie they call them like the good crew oh that's cute <laughs> i love that it's so funny i love but, that yeah watch good burger it's a very good movie thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh number four um my fourth pick is 10 things i hate about you Ooh, yeah. released 1999 I absolutely love 10 Things I Hate About You. Wait. 10 Things I Hate About You is probably one of my favorite rom-coms. Wait, hold on. Uh-oh. Number four is not. I mean, I already said it, so. It's definitely not. It's like my second. <laughs> Why did you? <laughs> <laughs> Maria just gave me daggers. <laughs> daggers. <laughs> Um, well, I already said it, even though 10 things, I, 10 things I hate about you is like my second, but mm -hmm. I forgot that in my list, I didn't like rank it the way that I wanted to rank it. Anyway, okay. we're talking about 10 things I hate about you now. Either way, it's top five. So whatever. I sent my list first. 10, huh? I sent my list first. I did send my list first. Wrong. Not wrong. Like you sent it wrong. Oh Not my wrong. God. Shut up. <laughs> Number four, slash parentheses number two. <laughs> number four and two are interchangeable. <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You, <laughs> released 1999, starring Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles. Honestly, iconic. <laughs> this. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, Ten Things I Hate About You, have you seen Ten Things I Hate About You? No. Oh my fucking God. Okay. <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You is a rom-com. Um, <laughs> shut up. It's about, what is it? It's like a modern version of The Taming of the Shrew. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Taming of the, yeah. Taming <laughs> of the Shrew. It's basically just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so Heath Ledger's character basically gets paid, um, to take Julia Stiles' character to, out on dates and whatever so that her younger sister can do the same because their dad has a rule that um, the younger sister can't do anything unless the older sister does it as well. So okay. the older sister is more of like a, how would you describe her? She's like. She's shrill. Not, shrill? Like she's, she's a lot. She's more like angsty yeah so like she doesn't like to go hang out with her peers and like go to dances and mm. do things like that um they, they she likes to go to concerts feminist. huh like a super feminist yeah yeah um where her younger sister is into all of that stuff but because her sister doesn't go to parties and hang out with people she's not allowed to either and oh their dad also has a rule that the younger sister can only date if the older sister is dating as well so interesting her her younger sister Not timely what is her name <laughs> i just keep saying sister but what is her name um bianca 
So Bianca wants to start dating because she's like a popular girl in school. Everyone wants to date her, blah, 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 blah. But she can't because her sister's not dating. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, whose character's name is Cameron and the other guy. uh, Pretty boy? Huh? Are you talking about the pretty boy? No, the other guy who gets a dick drawn on his face. By the oh, pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his friend. <laughs> so they basically set up a plan with this other popular guy, and they pay Heath Ledger to take um, Julia. Julia Stiles out on dates and whatever so that Bianca can date. Does that make sense? Kind of. Okay. I'm reading a plot summary on Wikipedia anyway, okay, so perfect. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, like, following along. Um, so basically it's just about that whole thing and as the movie goes on we see cat who's played by julia styles go out on dates and blah blah blah. but obviously it's a romantic comedy so heath ledger and julia styles end up falling in love for real i know so surprising right but (laughs) (laughs) rom-com but i just this movie's done so well the characters are all so fun and i mean you like love to hate them, you know. Even like the bad characters are like mm-hmm. they make sense. Yeah. And Heath Ledger is just known for this movie for sure because it's like one of his more softer roles and mm-hmm. he t- plays it so well. I don't know. He does so well playing like the bad boy we stan. Um and I just RIP Heath Ledger. He's so good. <laughs> and Julia Stiles is so good in this movie and their chemistry is amazing. The cast is so good. You have just a little baby, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So cute and small. Sure. And you have... Uh, Gabrielle Union is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Very young. Uh, as... Um, what's her name? As Bianca's friend. Which is, which is fun. But love Heath Ledger. Love Julia Stiles. Their chemistry is so good. And it's just another comfort movie. I love it. it makes me cry. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme so far with your movie picks. You just like comfort. Women. High school, <laughs> high yeah. school teenage movies. Yeah, it's because I di- I had no life in high school. <laughs> you just, so, you, so you live vicariously through these movies, yeah these, these movie characters. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's definitely a great pick. That's like up there as uh, rom com for me. And Heath Ledger's he's just so charismatic in that movie. Um, and uh, like you said, the um, chemistry between him and Julia Stiles is just off the charts and. Everything, every scene with them, like, it's so memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the best high school movies, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Chris yes. Has, Chris has no opinion because, again, he hasn't seen 10 Things I Are you attacking him? I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> you literally are attacking me. He hasn't seen it, so he has no opinion. He hasn't um, seen it. Whatever. Right. Uh, it's okay. I, I have an opinion on Heath Ledger. He's cool. And I didn't know that... Um, he died before Dark Knight came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until looking at his Wikipedia article. Until right now? No, I knew he died. Oh. But like, I knew like... No, you didn't know before? Oh, I didn't know that he died before... Until right now? <laughs> I knew... <laughs> I knew he was dead. Right. <laughs> but I did not know that his death was before the release of The Dark Knight. <laughs> until right. right now. Okay, that's what I was asking. <laughs> So, Wait, um... that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to unpack that? Okay, dude. Okay. I just feel like I just feel like his death was such a big thing mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it being a really big deal because the Dark Knight wasn't out yet. Yeah. And 
everyone was looking forward to him as the Joker and blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah the blah, thing blah. is though, when like in, in like oh eight, I didn't like follow that stuff kind of like religiously. I didn't know who Heath Ledger, sure? Heath Ledger was. Until, you were only seven. Yeah, right. well, I was I was seven when he died. I um I didn't know who really? Heath Ledger was. Yeah. Sorry, old ass. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I didn't know who Heath Ledger was until he was Joker. So oh, I don't okay. know anything about him until the movie came out. So again, but like, and then like after the movie came out, I learned about like his death and all that kind of stuff and all like his other works. But... I, his death was so sad. Yeah, I actually didn't know about him until after his death. Like, really? Yeah, I didn't watch any of his movies. I think until like I was like twelve. About. He's in pro back what was it? Was it Joker the first? It was probably, like, that role for him, yeah, The Dark Knight. Wow. Yeah. And then, like, I have got into 10 Things I Hate About You, like, within the past five years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until relatively recently. So, it, you know, a lot of his movies and stuff, like, I haven't... I still haven't even seen Brokeback Mountain. Oh, um, I just found out he was in Brokeback Mountain. Just oh, now. my God. With Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> Come on. Classic. <laughs> Gay cowboys. Jesus. Spoiler. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Jeremy. Anywho, so my number four... Is a 1984 movie. It is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Uh, directed by Joe Dante. It is Gremlins. Um, this, <laughs> I will. Jeremy's put Gremlins number f- one movie, by the way. Not number it's, four. It's one I'm known for. Um, we loved Gizmo. It's just because um, like, one of the first hangouts that we mm-hmm. had was when we, when we all watched Gr- uh, Gremlins. Yeah, on the and big screen. On the big screen. I wasn't there. True. We didn't <laughs> you know you were introduced like way later. <laughs> Gremlins basically is jeremy's personality trait yes. yeah, yeah sure yeah yeah no it is i don't, <laughs> yeah. know, I don't know why you're saying like it should like it might no it is no it's fine it's my number four but go it's off. okay you don't have to be embarrassed we all know the truth <laughs> anywho <gasps> howie mandela's gizmo yeah howie mandela's gizmo which is still a weird fact to me um anyway but it features you know some of the most iconic creatures of all time with the gremlins and gizmo um gizmo. it's a very fun movie um has my first film crush of uh with phoebe cates and mine as what's his name billy billy he's so cute <laughs> howie mandel, howie mandel. <laughs> his voice is gizmo <laughs> All right. um quick pop quiz what are the three rules uh don't feed them after midnight don't let them get wet and don't shine light on them especially what don't shine light but especially especially sunlight this guy. Okay. <laughs> this guy. This guy um, knows. And you say you like gremlins. <laughs> I got it right. Um. Anywho, it's a. It's definitely one of those movies that is a comfort movie for me, and I love watching it. Um. During Christmas time, and just in general, really, it's such a. It's a simple movie. I think it's a perfect blending of comedy and horror. <laughs> this um, is Jeremy. True. Mm. <laughs> so it's, uh, who's the Who's the fucking the evil gremlin leader? Uh, uh, stripe. Stripe. Yeah. Yeah. Just show me a pop of stripe with 3D glasses. <laughs> I wish I had that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I think it, it's a great villain with stripe, even though he doesn't really. He speaks a little bit, but it's very like candy. <laughs> you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's so weird at points. Like there's just moments where gremlins are doing the stupidest things, especially that bar scene. But it's so fun. It's it's so fun. So like funny. this movie, you can put on at any time, and I think it'd be a great movie to watch with friends. At you know, as we made friendships, as we, as we did. <laughs> um, not me. True. Yeah, not not yet. <laughs> there <laughs> we'll are watch some with you at some point. <laughs> yeah, right. There are some cultural issues towards you know the Asian community and oh true. <laughs> um, like there's 
an Asian character. Um, he's introduced like towards the beginning, and then you hear a gong go off in the background. Like it's a slight sound mix. Um, <laughs> very problematic. But uh, it was the '80s, so. I always forget that Corey Feldman is in this movie. Yeah, he's a, he's a little friend uh, to mm-hmm. Billy. Um, kind of annoying, <laughs> an annoying little kid. But like, he, it's not like it brings down the movie or anything. Um, and you you know this movie. I'm always going to love. It's always going to be my top five. I don't think that'll ever change. Go off. Yeah. Go off, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on Gremlins? Um, nope. Good movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Yeah. I Because like I'd watched it before going to the theaters with you guys, but that was my first time seeing it like in theaters. And it definitely is like a different experience, which is... I don't know. It's just, it's weird and it's funny. And I definitely like the fucking movie theater scene. Yeah. Oh, the movie theater scene where they watch Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's so stupid. I love it. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. <laughs> it's just kind of good. But All right, anyway, uh, back on the, um, the, the Chris train. The Chris train, yeah. <laughs> uh, not what I was going with, but. <laughs> Back on like the the fucking what am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? I don't know, man. You're number four. I know my number four, but like, <laughs> whatever. My number four is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Go okay. On. Uh, this movie. <laughs> I just realized the movie came out in '85. That's crazy. A year after Gremlins. You're after. You're after, yeah. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> it also kind of connects to because there's like a time when like. Pee-wee was on, like, the Letterman show, and he showed off, like, his Gremlins collection. Oh, what? Yeah, like, Gremlins cereal. Yeah, like, a spike little, like, action figure. That's amazing. Really weird. <laughs> but, um, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure is, like, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. It's so oh funny. Because, like, it's, it's literally about a story about how Pee-wee just loves his bicycle. He, he loves it. He just rides around in it so much. He loves it. But it gets stolen in broad daylight. So the whole movie just him trying to find it. And he goes on these crazy, wacky, zany adventures. Like there's crazy, one where he like zany. has to go into like a burning like like pet store. He <laughs> he watches a movie in a big T Rex. He like huh? he like drives through <laughs> like a working movie set. He cross dresses. Okay. A little odd, but <laughs> is that the tequila scene? That is the, yeah, that is okay. the famous tequila scene where okay. he's in the biker bar and he's wearing like the big cowboy boots and he's mm-hmm. on like the the bars just classic. This was directed by Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah, it is a Tim Burton movie and it oh shows <laughs> and it shows. I've never seen this movie, so this movie is you have to watch it. It's an experience. <laughs> Do I? I haven't seen yes. it either. Huh? I haven't seen it either. You have to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I, I want to. It's, Tim Burton. It's so funny. You know, get get rid of any like thoughts you have of what what is the guy's name? Paul Rubens. You know, mm-hmm. instead of you know instead of him just jerking off in that theater, just forget all about all about that. <laughs> okay, I didn't uh-huh. even know that was a thing. Well, he yeah, he got like you know, he he, he was jerking <laughs> off in a in a porn theater. Mm. Oh, so mm. people kind of you know got a little. A little upset about that, but it's fine. The movie's funny. Mm. <laughs> All right, great kids movie. Yeah, but oh my god, <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure, very classic. Another classic scene too was when he hitchhikes and he puts on like a very like big thumb on his thumb <laughs> to make sure like he sees like people see like his thumb, mm-hmm. and he gets hitchhiked by like a like this trucker lady, 
she's weird as fuck. <laughs> she's weird as hell. But I won't say why she's weird. Yeah, yeah. no spoilers. Yeah, because oh, it's so good. <laughs> all right, that's, that's all. That's all I can really say. Movie is just <laughs> chef's, kiss. chef's kiss already. Chef's Let's go. Is that is that movie I saw you pick, pull up your number three? Is that your number Shh, three? Oh. Don't oh. stop cheating. Uh oh, I know her number three is. So I guess we should get into it. Well, you found out my number two already, so. But now I know your number three. <laughs> Which is? Oh, it's my turn again. Yes, that's oh. why. That's why I'm. That's why I I'm keep, making the. We're setting I keep you getting up. confused because we're going like this, and I'm. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. my number three. <laughs> um, the classic musical, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's Ooh. fucking go. Released in 1975, just. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Another Chef's one. Back and another one. Um, I don't even know. You have you guys seen Rocky Horror? Yeah. You have. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I don't even know how to describe this movie. Fun. Fun. Um, um it's basically fun about a mad and fun and gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically about a mad scientist who, Doctor Frickenfurter. There you go. I was who, waiting for the name. Um, he creates a man for himself named rocky um and i don't know they sing weird things happen yeah weird thing i yeah it just just feels like there's like no like story to Mm -hmm. it yeah but but it still works but it's still it's fun yeah Yeah. there's no i feel like i can't say anything without Mm -hmm. like giving any giving everything away it's it's just very campy yeah and over the top campy so (laughs) brad and janet stumble upon this mansion um because their car breaks down and from there, it's they meet Dr. Frankenfurter and dance and sing a lot. I love Tim Curry in this movie. Tim Curry is everything. Yeah. Who plays Frankenfurter? Yes. Who is also... Tim Curry, also... Can I, can I say, like, what he is? Is that, like, a spoiler? Mm, How he, um, I, not, I, Sort of? I don't know. I mean, he sings about it when you first see him. I guess. So the fact that he's, like trans it's like, yeah. like he like talks from about that a little odd transylvania transvestite transvestite from transsexual transylvania transsexual trans- that's what it is, transsexual transylvania we love the alliteration that's not real so <laughs> <laughs> it's not real by the way but also we see Sus- a very young susan sarandon oh i love yes. susan sarandon queen yeah um she looks fantastic in this movie mm-hmm. i mean she's fantastic anyway but yeah she looks fantastic now she does look fantastic now <laughs> damn it but, janet um, <laughs> Oh, that's my favorite song. Damn it, Janet. Um, damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. And Touch a Touch Me are my, Ooh, touch are my two favorites. Touch a Touch Me. This movie is so fun. I watched it all the time when I was in high school. It was like my thing. And uh, I remember when um, Percy Being a Wallflower came out and Rocky Horror was in the movie. I mean, it's also written into the book, but whatever. Um, I freaked out because I was so excited. And then everyone hopped on the Rocky Horror train. You know. You used to be different. Uh, not really. I mean, Rocky Horror <laughs> is like a pretty big thing in like the community that knows about it, you know. But um, I feel like it's more well known now mm-hmm. than ever. Yeah. Know? Um, also, just Rocky Horror live shows are so fun. Oh, I want to go to one so in, bad. Like the community and everyone is screaming all the lyrics and the 
famous quotes and everything. It's just so fun. Isn't Definitely he, not for everyone. Isn't it even like how say. it is during like when they have like the anniversary like movie like showings too? People just like, just like screaming and just like yelling everything like during the movie. Yeah. So it's like a. Let's do that. So <laughs> let's do the that. Rock, the live shows basically they play the movie on the big screen, mm. but they also have a cast. Mm. So they're that's it's interesting on the big screen but it's all they're also like putting on a show and then you can buy like little um goodie bags that have like props and stuff that you can use throughout the showing so like when uh during the wedding you can throw rice into the air <laughs> like they do in the wedding scene and like they give you a newspaper you can put over your head for when she's singing that one what is that song called there's a light or something whatever that song is called i forgot what it's called I don't know, yeah. but uh, it's just so fun, and everyone dresses up. I love it. Definitely, again, not for everyone. Yeah. Very campy and weird, but so fun. What are your thoughts on the remake? Oh, the TV thing? Oh, the like live TV. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that it was... What is her name? Um, the one from Orange is Orange yeah. and Black. Oh, um, What's her name? <sighs> I forget. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I, oh, she's... Laverne Cox. Yes, yeah. Laverne Cox as Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Um, An actual transsexual. Yes. <laughs> Which makes sense now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't really have an opinion. I know that Victoria Justice was Janet. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. About, don't know about Interesting that. Interesting casting. Yeah. yeah. Um, we love Victorious, but... <laughs> we stand Victorious. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't see it. I think i didn't see it because i didn't want to be disappointed by it uh so i'll stick to my to my classic my classic 1975 yeah classic yeah i remember watching this movie and i was just confused the whole time yeah (laughs) i was just like what the fuck's going on what the only thing i just know is that i love the last song that they sing the when they're like in the pool like don't dream it yeah yeah banger visually it's great too yeah Mm -hmm. like i think it's shot i think that's like the best shot so good Meatloaf is in that movie too, Meatloaf which I find Meatloaf hilarious. In this mm-hmm. movie, and when I Eddie? saw when I yeah. saw him, I was okay. so confused. <laughs> so was I. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, and then like I, his name in the credits too. I was like, "Like it, it's such a, I just love it. Like it's so Meatloaf. weird and niche." When did it come out? Seventy-five. It. Oh, it. Um. Oh shoot, that nineties. Some, some point in the nineties. In the nineties. The Tim Curry one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, like a 90, team 1990. in the 90s. 1990? No, oh. wait. Hello? Um, <laughs> Pause. No, wait. This is the TV miniseries. That's the that's the Tim Curry movie. Don't is it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it was 90s. originally a miniseries and like named it a movie because it was like a two-parter. Okay, yeah. Then it's 90. Yeah. Really? Okay. That I still haven't seen, which I want to. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the original It. Um, yeah, I've only seen the new ones. I've seen I 10 seen minutes two. of the original It. <laughs> Have you when seen, I was like, eight, have you seen, and like, the, it traumatized me, you and like, now I'm scared, scared of clowns. Have you seen like the story, like in, like in like the book about it? Are you no, are talking about that's that one a scene? Fat book though. The yeah. one scene, mm-hmm. and then it's a very weird scene. Let's not get into that I don't right now, though. That. Yeah, Wait, we'll get into we'll, it. We'll, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, <laughs> if you remind us, we'll get into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, no, great movie. I definitely want to rewatch it. I hope we can do that live show thing. They had a reunion during the pandemic. You know. <laughs> and i had no idea that tim curry he had like a stroke or something mm-hmm. and now he's in a wheelchair yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor baby he's like <laughs> he's like 
old. Yeah. He was like real old. Yeah. I didn't realize it until like I looked up like a, like a picture of him like recently. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But we stand Tim Curry. He's like, he has a hard time talking now after mm-hmm. the stroke, but he was still on there like singing all the songs, <laughs> being so cute. We stand. We love Tim Curry, especially in Clue. Um, <laughs> especially in Rocky Horror. Thank you. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but all right, now for my number three. Um, it's a 2016 movie written directed by Damien Chazelle. Has a great whole big um, fiasco about it at the Oscars. La La Land. Mm. I knew that was going to be in your top five. Mm. Just um, saying. Just saying. It wasn't going to be until like two days ago. Um, when, when I told I, you, when I rewatched it, I have my <laughs> own opinions. Um, no, but the the reason I put it in my top um, three is because there's this one scene called the epilogue. I don't want to spoil it because it's such a fantastic scene. Well, say what it's about first. Okay, it's basically these. It's Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone both in um, L.A. Ryan Gosling is this guy who's into jazz um a bit too much and emma stone plays this actress which she won the academy award for um that performance and basically it's this modern love story i'll say that without giving it away too much um and towards the end of this movie there's a scene called the epilogue which is fantastically directed like it's so it's stunning um in my opinion it's one of my favorite scenes of all time and because of that scene, Damon Chazelle became the youngest person ever to win a Best Director Oscar. Wow. At 32 years old. And oh, yeah. I didn't I, realize how young he was. Yeah. You got a couple more years, Jeremy. I know, a couple more years. <laughs> ten, <laughs> 10 to be exact. You got a couple um, more years. <laughs> but that honestly just showed me like I can do it too. Like I can be young and do it and be successful. Um, overall, this movie won six Oscars, almost seven, because of the whole Moonlight Best Picture thing, which I am forever upset about that night because I was watching the Oscars. I saw La La Land one, and I was like, "Cool, I have school the next day." Turned it off. Wake up the next Just morning. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> wake up the next morning. It was like it's my actually friends. Moonlight. <laughs> yeah, and I missed the whole thing. And I, if you know me, I love the Oscars and watching them. And that's the biggest Oscar regret I'll have for my life. <laughs> the fact that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You that know. is crazy that that even happened. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <I> <laughs> but just... it's so funny because there's like a picture of Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. at the Oscars, like standing side stage or something like that. And he's just laughing <laughs> while all it. this is going on. And it's so funny. Yeah. I, I just remember that. I'm just like, I was horrified about that. I was like, oh my God, there's no way that just happened. Like, everyone's like freaking out. They're going like, fuck yeah. yeah. And they're like, no. Yo, wait. <laughs> this oh. is like the fucking, it's like the Steve Harvey thing mm-hmm. with the Miss America thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my Miss God. Miss whatever. Yeah. So was it the same year? Funny. I don't know. Actually. I feel like if, I think it, it was, was really close. It was either. If it wasn't the same 2016? Year. I feel like it was. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. I remember it on, no, actually, I think it was 2015 when that happened. Oh my God. Remember, so it just I, set it up? Yeah, literally. Because I remember <laughs> on, a, on a on a Kanye album, <laughs> he, <laughs> oh he raps about Steve Harvey. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I mean, taking that away from it, it's still such a great movie. The cinematography is great. It's so charismatic. Even... Do you have a hot take? Do you think that it should have won over Moonlight? I, so for the whole Oscars, I think Moonlight deservedly won. 
And I say that because I think the Oscars are a nice way of showing and chronicling what's important. He's stalling. In film. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I completely said he Moonlight should have won. He doesn't want to say his answer. No, no, no. I said it. Moonlight should have won. I'm fine with La La Land losing because it is a, a Moonlight's a much more important film. What I don't like is that the Oscars then gave freaking Green Book the Oscar two years later, which is this basically movie ripped from the 90s that's like racism is bad. I never saw Green Book. I don't have an opinion. It's not so. good. Um, it's one of the worst movies ever to win Best Picture, but that's oh, a discussion for another wow. day. Wow. What? Um, wow. No, that's a Coming crazy take. Oh, my God. I Yeah. Um. <laughs> But no, I mean, La La Land's a great movie. It's, um, I, I feel like it has a weird place in cinema right now because I know like a lot of LA-based critics and stuff, they're like, oh, that movie's too LA. But then they went off to love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a, also a very LA movie. Um, but it's definitely one of my favorites. It's so well-directed and I can't wait to see more from Damien Chazelle. Yeah, great movie. I agree. La La Land, yeah, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> great. You know what? haven't seen it oh my god chris honestly i'm not surprised we need to do a podcast like where we just show chris all like a bunch of movies that we've seen yeah and so he can catch up with us it's it's okay we'll do a musical episode don't worry about it no Um, what a tease for a future episode i i agree i love moonlight i think it's really well directed and well written um i don't know where i was going with that Nice. That's cool. all I have to say. Nice. Yeah. I mean, some people some people say this is the musical for people that don't like musicals, which is kind of a weird thing, I guess, for people to say. Because I know like a lot of our friends that don't like musicals like that movie. Because it's not like a typical musical. Yeah. It doesn't follow a typical musical format where they yeah. just constantly are breaking out into song and dance. Um, the music really goes with along the... with the story mm-hmm. more than... <laughs> regular musicals do i feel like yeah um uh, information just dropped uh maria has also not seen the movie <laughs> maria you haven't seen Mo- moonlight la la land. <laughs> we're you watching la la land la la land's so good it's you really like moulin rouge you gotta you gotta, it's better you gotta than trust moulin my taste rouge. it is um yeah because i have it too so i was like wait but no it is it, it's it's so well directed. and again you know it's not your typical musical. It's like information just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. If you like Moulin Rouge, I feel like you'll like La La Land because it's definitely such a weird comparison. But yeah, well, as far as musicals go, yeah, yeah, yeah. because no, that's fair. if you don't like musicals and you like Moulin Rouge, <laughs> you'll like La La Land. <laughs> it has more of a. I don't. I was gonna say more of like a story. La La Land, but yeah, yeah. La La Land more than well, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge has a story, but this is like. But this La La is Land. a lot deeper of a story. Yeah, I'd agree. And it delves more into the characters and because they do like focus that. really only on two. Like there's a couple, yeah. um, but you really go inside these characters and why they are who they are. Um, mm-hmm. And J.K. Simmons, he's barely in this, but I just love what he does. <laughs> yeah. So sounds like this movie might not have a had a good script soup. I don't know because in this IMDb it says there's a goof. The day Sebastian meets, uh, visits Mia at her coffee shop, Mia entered work wearing black pants with a yellow bag. When Mia leaves work, she's wearing a blue skirt with a red bag. When they show a long shot of Sebastian and Mia walking on the lot, she is seen to be wearing black pants. Then in the next shot, she's wearing the skirt again. Hmm. A little for, odd. This movie sucks. For <laughs> as what? many times as I've seen this movie, 
I've never noticed that. Mm. <laughs> Me either. And I've I've seen it at least ten times. Is there like a video? You say you you like to you like to watch movies. <laughs> Can you say you like movies? <laughs> All right. Um, has Cassidy seen it? What's Oh, script suit. Yeah, yeah, script suit. We have, we have script suit friend. Good, Shout good out to Cass. <laughs> I guess. Maria's wife. Um. I will say that I'm glad it didn't win Best Picture. Because you, you love Moonlight. It's so good. It is so good. <laughs> I, I, it, I think it's just preference. Okay. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Future anyway, episode. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Chris. So what's your number three? Uh, to continue the train of <laughs> classic comedies. This one is not as kid-friendly as the other ones that I talked about, though. Uh, my number three is Friday. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I love Friday. Friday's good. I love Friday. Number three is a good Friday. List. Friday. Oh, I, 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 I love the log line on, on IMDb. It's Wait, Friday, it? and Craig and Smokey must come up with $200 they owe a local bully or there won't be a Saturday. A local bully. <laughs> yeah, local bully. <laughs> isn't The bully is fucking, isn't it not Debo? Yeah, it's Debo. Yeah. Oh, rest Rip. in peace. To, yeah. Oh, man. Oh so God, sad. Yeah. He did die. Him and also John die. Witherspoon, too. Mm-hmm. There's yep. like five people from the movie that's passed away. I know. Really? <laughs> Which, Which is, is crazy. Insane. Yeah. It's sad. Um, but anyway, this is one of the few uh, Ice Cube directed movies that he made after... He directed... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he didn't. This one. Oh no, 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 no! You're right. This, this one. He, he was ri- he, re- he, he wrote, wrote it. it. My God. Oh, I thought he uh, F. F. Gary Gray directed this one. F. Gary Gray, mm-hmm. the guy that did Black in, or was it Men in Black International? Anyway, I didn't <laughs> bad joke. I didn't see that one, and I didn't. Really uh, he actually that did. One. But <laughs> anyway, this this one, this one is a little bit like like it's kind of special for me as well because this is like a movie movie kind of like series that i've watched with like my dad and my brother like growing up so and it was just because so, this is like one of like one of the first like uh <laughs> like mature-ish movies that like i watched when i was like younger too and oh my god is it so <laughs> fucking funny and it's hosted like a lot of like quotable moments like when mm-hmm. someone gets knocked down and then chris tucker goes over and he's like you got just you just got knocked the fuck out classic bye felicia <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. That's where that came from as well. And fucking in the beginning, where in, I think Debo like rocks someone's shit and they both just go, damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Chris I'm Tucker so happy movie. that this is in your top five. I love this movie. <laughs> it's so funny. And I, I honestly forget that I love this movie so much. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I know. Like, and it's just so funny. Like, like the series, like, and like the naming scheme. It's like Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. There's just like, it's just so funny, and then I think it's like Friday after next one, and they have like Cat Williams in that one. Okay. Oh my god, early like Cat Williams <laughs> is fucking hilarious. He's so funny. Oh my god, and his name in that movie just just like just like cemented it too. Yeah. But is this movie streaming anywhere? Because now I really. <laughs> anyway, it's streaming on HBO. Ooh. Ooh. i yeah have to watch yeah that's oh shoot i'm not this movie i watch a lot of your movies like (laughs) yeah see maybe you know maybe my list ain't that bad yeah you you were down on it but no it's good it's hilarious it's it's just so funny i I just i just i I just love the transition that ice cube made from music to movies Mm -hmm. because 
it's just so funny because he was he was very like culturally impactful with like his music like in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. but then now he just became even more impactful with his movies are we there yet are we, just... <laughs> are we there yet are we there yet? are we done yet classics <laughs> oh my god and then boys in the hood as well yeah, boys oh. in the hood, yeah. bangers <laughs> bangers so yeah something yeah yeah it's an it's interesting Friday. choice of word for after saying boys in the hood banger yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah yeah no great friday. choice with that yeah friday, friday is so good banger <laughs> great movie all right also oh what are we on to? Getting onto our number my, two. My number, our top five my number two, parentheses number four, <laughs> um, is Almost Famous. Came out in... Oh, I, I, please I, I, hold. When you said that, I'm thinking of like, is the movie like Almost Famous? Like, is no. it almost there yet? <laughs> please hold. My, okay. Number two slash number four. We switch out just... Switch out 10 Things I Hate About You and Almost Famous, okay? <laughs> Almost Famous is my number four pick, but, you know, I messed up earlier, so... I'm not confusing We're all. here now. Almost Famous <laughs> came out in 2000, starring Kate Hudson and... Um, I don't know the main guy's name, to be honest with you. Um, but I guess the main woman <laughs> is... Women. Um, Kate Hudson, although it does have a great cast. Kate Hudson, Jason Lee, Anna Paquin, Zoe Deschanel, Frances McDormand, Billy Crudup, um, a very young Michael and I don't know how to say his last name. Michael Angarano? I think so, Angarano. Sky High High Guy? Yeah, Sky Sky High High Guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we also have Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Yikes. Fallon. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and this movie basically just follows a young... I think he's he's f- 15? Um, a 15-year-old kid who wants to become a music critic writer guy. Mm, Logline, a high school boy. Another high school movie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's another one. What a so, okay. Yeah, Logline. A high school boy in the early 1970s is given the chance to write a story for Rolling Stone magazine about an up-and-coming rock band as he accompanies them on their concert tour. Um, and the kid that plays uh, the main character of the movie, his his name is Will in the movie, but... He's so cute in this movie. He reminds me of a little baby like Harry Styles. I don't know what it is. But he's also the cop in Gone Girl. So The yeah. greatest rom com of all time. Exactly. Um, but I think I don't know, it's just so interesting. This movie follows, you know, a fifteen year old kid who's going on tour with like an up and coming rock band and you it's basically just them on the road and he's trying to get this story but obviously there's obstacles along the way and blah blah blah, and he has to act older for rolling stone because rolling stone doesn't know that he's only 15 so he acts like he's older than he is um and he meets kate hudson's character who her name is penny lane um she's a band-aid so they don't call themselves groupies. They call themselves mm-hmm. band-aids. That's so lame. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cute. And it's they basically just all look out for him. And, you know, you wouldn't think that, like, rock stars would 
just take this kid along with them for, just to write a story. But I don't know. I, I feel like m- most of the movies I picked are like kind of slice of life. Like they kind of don't really follow like a straight plot. It's These just are lives kind of, that, like, you, that you wished you lived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, directed and written by Cameron Crowe. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is, but great movie. I love it. That is all. Thank I haven't you. seen this one. So I, haven't I haven't either, Chris. but it actually sounds really cool. Really? I, I, do, I, I do like these kinds of like sort of like autobiographical Jesus or like <laughs> biographical movies that are like about like music and stuff. So It also won. I didn't know this until right now. It won um, an won Oscar, Oscar for... Uh, Best writing screenplay. Wow. Really? Wow. Pop off. That's cool. And I like uh, looking at the pictures too. From what I'm seeing, I really like the character designs. Yes. It's, it's definitely like fucking like 70s ass. Yeah, like, I love it. And Penny Lane's iconic outfits. She's so freaking cute. Kate Hudson. We <laughs> stan. And there's a such. I don't know. There's a scene where they're in. Um, they're on the bus after something big has happened like no one's really talking to each other and tiny dancer by elton john comes on on the radio (laughs) and one by one they all start singing the song together and it's because like a big moment where everyone's just coming together and blah blah blah. and will turns to kate hudson and goes i have to go home and she kind of like shushes shushes him and goes you are home (laughs) 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 but it's like a one of the big moments in the movie because it's like he is home wherever the music is yeah. and doing what he wants to do okay um nice. so it's really cute i suggest it love it we stand nice i would i actually would want to watch this one yeah it looks cool I, that's definitely one that's been on my list for a while um it just haven't had a chance to see it yet nice very good all right germs <laughs> oh germs. no it starts <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number two is a 1989 movie directed by Rob Reiner, written by Nora Ephron. It is the greatest rom-com, in my opinion, When Harry Met Sally. Um, this is such a, such a just nice movie. Billy Crystal. Um, Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Billy Crystal. Wait, he's Mike Wazowski? Yeah. Yes. Billy, we got Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan in the lead roles as Harry and Sally. Some of the most iconic writing of all time. Honestly, this might be my favorite script. Um, Carrie Fisher. Because Carrie Fisher and <laughs> the the other friend, the friend of Billy Crystal in this movie, they are both hilarious. Bruno Kirby, that's his yeah. name. They're both so hilarious in this movie. I I just, I love every character in this. Um, they're so well realized. They're so well written. Um, everyone's just firing off on like their best performance that I've ever seen. For each of them the chemistry among the whole cast is so great um some of the visuals are stunning like it's you know it's it became fall recently so um film twitter has been posting like fall photos of movies and a lot of them are from this movie um because there's a scene where they're walking in the park and you just see all these like autumn leaves around uh, exactly <laughs> i do use twitter yep <laughs> um, i understand but basically this movie follows billy crystal and meg ryan through harry and sally harry and sally 
um, through different points in their lives when they meet up with each other. And this doesn't necessarily follow the same conventions of most rom-coms because there's it's it's not as concise it it definitely goes throughout i think it's like 10 15 years um of their lives and it's just it's so it's just iconic like this is the i'll have what she's having movie um <laughs> you know that line where like in the in the deli uh yeah get the thumbs Maria up from maria um meg ryan she like pretends that like or she fakes an orgasm because she, uh billy chris was like oh, oh i know right. yeah, what, yeah, yeah 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 so the i i think that's the best scene yeah it's it's so good there, there's so many memorable scenes and this movie is only nominated for one oscar and it lost which was um best original writing um it lost to dead poet society which wow i can't be too too mad at but i'm also kind of mad at it because it's my favorite script um but also it's such a great movie as well so i was just it that's a, that was a tough year for both of those movies to be nominated um it should have been nominated for more oscars in my opinion <laughs> but nevertheless um it's just right it's such a <laughs> i'm just i'm just not gonna say nothing man. so that's a no <laughs> so chris hasn't seen this either but it's okay we you know we get to experience it. You all hate me for not watching your I don't, movies. I, Have you seen any of our movies yet? Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror and Gremlins. <laughs> oh, and Gremlins. Yeah. Um, I would definitely rewatch this with you because this is such a rewatchable movie. Um, probably my most rewatchable movie on this list, hmm. I'd say. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's it's just such a warm hug of a movie. <laughs> um, I stand by that, and it's it's. It's just really tough to top for me. This almost was my number one. Um, it was kind of fluctuating throughout the list, but it's my number two. Nice. Go nice. off. Thank you. <laughs> you keep saying that, man. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this movie? Um, good movie. Yeah, really great movie. I just watched it. <laughs> I just watched it recently, um, like a couple months ago, um, and I went into. I didn't really know what it was about going into it. Like I knew it was a rom-com um but i agree with the point you made good writing good characters good outfits mm -hmm. oh the sweaters in <laughs> this movie stand. yes <laughs> that is all <laughs> all right chris it's up to you now for number two just put that up there for now this movie movie ticket so now for our audio listeners there's a moving ticket um behind <laughs> a chris a moving oh. movie ticket. A just because I keep forgetting ticket. to put things like behind me, so I just said, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just put one general movie thing behind me. <laughs> All right. So for our number two spot, we are finally away from like 90s, 80s, weird ass like comedy shits. Schindler's List. Oh. No. <laughs> Boy, you start pajamas. My number two. Oh my God. Here's your problem. My number two is Black Klansman. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like this pick a lot. I'm sorry, but that was a great movie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I made it. I, <laughs> Thank you. I made it. You're Spike Lee? No, but shout out to Spike Lee. I love Spike Lee. But Adam Driver as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say it's an Adam Driver uh, <laughs> starring movie. Maria would love that. Mm -hmm. Maria loves Maria Adam Driver. stands Adam Just Driver. all things that man. <laughs> great she supporting role for him. What? Great supporting role for him. Yes, actually. It's just, oh, it's so, for the, the concept of it is just so fucking like, 
like funny basically the whole concept is just like a black man enters the kkk just like what huh <laughs> was that which actually happened yeah yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This, is a, this is a true story in what was it 1972 in colorado springs like because I, I think like from what i remember it's been a movie it's been a minute since i've seen the movie but i'm pretty sure they like they just needed to get like some like dirt mm-hmm. on the kkk so yeah. they had like a black guy call up to join it mm-hmm. but then they ask him to like go to their meetings mm-hmm. and he's like oh i can't go i'm <laughs> i'm literally black <laughs> and so some trusty adam driver is like against his will mm-hmm. kind of because he's jewish yeah he's was... jewish so which makes it even worse <laughs> the he was a part of the uh uh never mind i forgot what i was gonna say all right um john david washington is the lead uh yes very good which is denzel washington's son yeah which is crazy amazing <laughs> i <laughs> love that fact he's very very good mm-hmm. john david washington is is a great actor i love the fro in this the movie. fro <laughs> in the movie god everyone be dressing kind of nice right <laughs> i love the score too sorry to oh like... my god so... oh, it's so good it's funky yeah it is <laughs> it's, funky. it's funky it's really good but like i watched it like somewhat like recently like ish it was probably it was like in the past like year i watched it and it's been like one of the few movies where i just like was glued it was just really great and i liked like the the chemistry of the people like in the like the police department they're very good i like i like the scenes where like he's like calling like the kkk like leader basically which is um do you (gasps) plays him it's it's venom yeah i was was gonna say isn't oh yeah i forgot it's fucking it's venom (laughs) (laughs) how could i how could i fucking forget oh my god perfect casting (laughs) eric foreman great god and then (laughs) also just like just like remembering like the movie now how like uncomfy it made me Mm -hmm. but it was like a good uncomfy yes because ending yeah oh my god i haven't seen it be careful i won't won't say anything about the ending i'm not saying anything much about the story either but like they also do be saying the n-word a couple times too which is a little weird how like adam driver kind of says yeah i mean like it makes sense for the story it makes sense for the story but i'm just like i'm like i don't want to hear him say that that's weird he's he's saying it against his will right now (laughs) he's saying it against his will he doesn't want to say it i know it (laughs) in the movie and in real life yeah oh my god it's it's a great movie mm-hmm. everything about it is just great i have to watch it again like now just to watch it because that's that's a really good pick i've been wanting to okay this is what happened with me in this movie mm-hmm. back back when it kind of like first came out like in 2018 20 it was probably 18. like 2019 2018 18 no i know that's when it came oh. out i'm just saying my story happened in 2019 i tried to watch this movie and I had to like pause it to go do something or something like that. And then I came back and it was off of HBO Max. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> and then it wasn't streaming anywhere. And I haven't been able to watch it since. Dang. I have the Blu-ray. I love that for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, funny too. Like for like the trivia for it too. Like the actual like Ron Stallworth wanted Denzel Washington to play him. But then he got hype when his son. Like, that's honestly plays into. It's just so funny. Oh, oh my god, it's so good. That's yeah, that's great. Great performances all around. Yeah, even like some of the I, it's weird sentence I'm about to say, but some of the KKK guys are funny. <laughs> I love um, the KKK in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like they're they're so dumb and like it like they're so 
there's some like they're just great big idiots and i love that yeah like you're just making fun of them the whole time <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the great pig yeah for sure thank you thank was you. this nominated or did it win anything it won an oscar which Oscar did it win? Um, let's see. Because I know I I thought it should have won Best Picture. It won an Oscar property. for Best Adapted Screenplay. Hmm. Does that really so? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was Spike Lee's first Oscar ever. Mm-hmm. And it was nominated really? for. Really, he was wearing a purple suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it was nominated in Oscars for Best Achievement in Music in Music, Written for Motion Pictures, Best Motion Picture of the Year, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role for Adam Driver, and Best Achievement in Film Editing. <laughs> yeah, I. Who won this year Best Picture? That was um, Green Book. Which, mind you, what a... Oh, my God. They should have just gave it to Black Klansman. <laughs> Green Book was, like, the very simple way of racism is bad. Black Klansman is the very good and nuanced way of racism is bad. True. Um, And they just gave it... Oh, my God. And the people that made Green Book, they also made Dumb and Dumber. It's... it's Interesting. Yeah. It, Oh, hell yeah. It won the best movie award at the BET Awards in 2019. Let's fucking Fuck go. Fuck yeah, baby. You already know. Let's fucking go. We love the BET Awards. They're better than the Oscars, question mark? Mm. More reputable. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. Definitely try to watch it when you can. And now we're getting to our... We're getting now to our number one pick. Number one. Number one. Okay. <sighs> Can you just add that in my, post? No. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is released in 1999, <laughs> starring Winona Ryder, Queen, <gasps> and Angelina Jolie, also Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl Interrupted. Thank I you. I haven't seen it. Cue oh the God. applause. <laughs> Wait, have you seen it? Oh my fucking God. Okay, <laughs> so, whatever. Um, logline based on <laughs> based on Susanna Kaysen's account of her 18th month stay at a mental hospital in the 1960s. Um, this is based on a true story, a memoir written by Susanna Kaysen, who's also the main character, obviously. Not a high school movie. Played, wow. I, I know. Played um, by Winona Ryder, Queen, my mom. Um, Jared Leto's in this movie? What the fuck? Jared Leto being in this movie blew my mind. Okay, so I watched it. So this is obviously my favorite movie. Watched it a ton uh, in high school uh, as a young adult, etc. I watched this movie for the first time a few weeks ago as I was preparing for this episode. And Jared Leto showed up on the screen and I was like, no fucking way. That that is Jared Leto. I had no idea that that was Jared Leto the entire time that really? I've loved this movie. That's and so I don't funny. know how because Jared Leto has such a distinct face. face. <laughs> and I was like blown away that That's that was Jared so Leto. Funny. I was like, what the fuck? I think my letterbox review for it was I had no idea that that was Jared Leto. <laughs> um, but so this is just another like kind of slice of life movie. Um Winona Ryder's character, Susanna, she has, like, a breakdown, basically, um, and tries to kill herself and then gets admitted into a mental institution. And it's just about her life there while she's um, going through trying to heal and she meets new people, one of them being Angelina Jolie's character. Uh, I'm blanking out Lisa, which 
damn, that bitch is crazy. But um, <laughs> amazing, amazing performance by Angelina Jolie. Um, this was like one of her, this movie came out before she was like, she was Angelina Jolie. Like mm. Winona Ryder fought for her to get this role um, because the studio didn't want her. And wow. she blew it out of the park, won an Oscar. Um, yeah, right here. Best actress in a supporting role, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Which well deserved because she does fantastic. Her eyes in this movie are like so intense. Yeah. And there's a lot of shots of her like close up, and there's even a shot where you only see her eyes. Piercing <laughs> eyes. Daggers. Daggers. Um What the fuck? But, Whoopi Goldberg is in this yeah. movie. I, this movie. I gotta Goldberg, watch this now. She plays the um The Nun? <laughs> she plays the uh um one of the nurses okay. in the um ward and basically like takes care of all of them also has britney murphy r.i.p queen oh, yeah um a great performance by britney murphy as well she's such an incredible actress taken too soon and also elizabeth moss mm. um as one of the patients in the ward as scientologist well. Elizabeth Moss. She's a Scientologist. A big one. What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Also, I, j- I just saw like a screen cap of like Jared Leto in the movie. And how could you not tell that I that's don't, Jared I don't, Leto? I don't know. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. Um, can, can we talk about like how you casted for your own short film? Because someone had a monologue from this movie. Okay, that was not the sole reason. Don't describe it like that. Ooh. But um, Olivia, she when she <laughs> when she auditioned, and for those, I don't. This is so weird to talk about. But basically, I directed a short film, and we were doing we were doing casting for it. Um, and our lead, who well, the girl who I ended up picking as the lead, her first audition was. A monologue from girl interrupted and as soon as she started talking i knew it was from girl interrupted and i was like oh my god that's you're like, my lead you're like shut up you're in <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um she did a great job and we stand yeah i remember like that casting call because i was a producer on that short and she just like went next to me like okay calm down <laughs> editor chris um <laughs> um she went like that's from girl interrupted like i just she was still auditioning oh. and i was just like oh my god yes <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, it again, like I said, slice of life, but done so well. And there's so many great. I mean, it's a heavy movie. There's a lot of mm-hmm. very heavy elements that happen, and it can be hard to watch at some points. But uh, the performances are amazing. The writing is great. Uh, I don't know. We st- I love obviously. Nice. But definitely on my list. Yeah, definitely. Amazing performance by Angelina Jolie. Obviously, won an Oscar. But <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. She blows me away in this movie, Angelina Jolie. And I'm not like a huge Angelina Jolie fan. Like, I love Winona Ryder, but she does fantastic, especially for this being one of her lesser known. Well, not lesser known. At the time, she wasn't yeah. known. So for her to like break out and this be her performance is great. She's kind of hot in this movie, too. What the, <laughs> hair? the hair she got? Damn. We love objectifying women. <laughs> Whoa. <God> damn, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that's definitely one on my list. I haven't seen it either. Uh, Chris. 
<laughs> nice. Chris has seen it. It's also his number one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, they also, so. um, sorry, I'm like going on a rant, but they also <laughs> do an amazing way of showing time passing in this movie, I think, because they don't outright tell you that time is passing. They do it in showing the events that are happening at the time. So mm. like at one point they uh, touch on the assassination of Martin Luther King. Oh, wow. So it gives you a sense of like what's happening throughout the 60s and how it's just hard to be a woman <laughs> at that time <laughs> and all of the like social injustices and stuff that are happening. So it's nice. tough out here for a woman. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> now for my number one. Um, so this is kind of a cheat. It's, I'm gonna use this to talk Gremlins about two. Are no. you gonna use this to talk about three movies? Two of the three. Oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, so this these movies. Guy. I already know what this motherfucker is. <laughs> <laughs> these movies came out in 1995 and 2004. Mm-hmm. Directed by Richard Linklater, written by Richard Linklater, Ethan Hawke, and Julie um, Delphi. Um, this is before Sunrise and Before Sunset <laughs> of the Before Trilogy. Um, I, I will say, picking one, it will be Before Sunset, but I just think these two movies tie in together so well. Um, like, be- Before Sunset is the second one in this trilogy, and it's the perfect sequel in my opinion, it builds off Before Sunrise in such a beautiful way. Um, and basically the whole Before trilogy is following Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy's character um, every nine years. Um, so you kind of see them meet in the first one, and then in the second one, you find out more of where they are in life, and the third one uh, once again. But Before Sunset just... You see them after the first nine years of them being sep- uh, possibly separated. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you already um, gave it away. You might as well just... <laughs> they might, might, um, might well just, <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. Um, they're maybe separated. <laughs> <laughs> you see... Anyway, you see them nine years after their first encounter, and it's just such a beautiful movie. It takes place in near real time. Um, they're just walking and talking with this orange kind of tint um throughout the whole movie and that's basically the movie it has one of if no it has my favorite ending of any movie whatsoever um it's just leaves me it leaves me with a smile on my face every single time i watch it um uh the before sunset was only nominated for one oscar sunrise didn't get any um and it lost adapted screenplay um which i think should have had some acting nominations best picture uh as well but it overall it's just such a nice film it's it's a great trilogy to watch if you haven't seen before they're kind of hard to find because they're not really streaming anywhere um apple tv youtube <laughs> i mean google play movies and tv yeah it's a you know it's a, <laughs> if you want to pay to rent them you can it's three bucks man yeah wait you don't got three bucks in your pocket oh my god <laughs> Anywho, I definitely suggest watching this movie, but definitely check Before Sunrise before watching Before Sunset as these movies tie in together so well. And it's such a great one-two punch. One-two punch. Um, great movies, I will say. Um, you obviously showed these to me, but... Um, and yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. 
I will say I love how real these movies feel mm-hmm. um, with the long shots and just chunks of dialogue. It really feels like you're just watching them go about life, which obviously is the point, but um, great casting as well. Mm-hmm. They have great chemistry. Um, we stand Ethan Hawke. That's all I have to say, really. I um I do love that they allowed the actors to have input in the writing, like the actual dialogue. Um, in the first one, they didn't get a screen uh screenplay credit, but in the second one, they changed enough of it where they actually got um a writing credit for it. And I just think that adds to the realism, um, that you touched on, along with the long takes and stuff like that. Um. And, you know, spending so much time together, like, years apart, it, it really adds to the story. Um, it's so, it's just so, they're both so beautiful. And the third one's really good, too. Um, but, you know, they're all they're all different enough, too, where I, I feel like anyone can like mm-hmm. at least one of these. Yeah. And I think it's, I love that their personalities are pretty different. Mm-hmm. Um, it just... I don't know, again, feels so real. And, like, you can relate to one of them, if not both of them. Exactly. In at least some ways. Chris hasn't seen it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just here. <laughs> no, but it does look cool, though. I definitely like my, my fair share of romance movies. So I do. I would want to watch it. Yeah. And also, same director, School of Rock. So yes. if and it doesn't Dazing get you to Fused. watch it. And Dazing Fused. Interesting filmography. And Boyhood. We stand. Yeah. Go link later. <laughs> All right. Time for, the, right. for my number one pick of my freaking list. Before I say it. Drum roll. Before I say it, what do you guys think it is based on my list so far? Based on your I list so no far. I have no fucking idea. Ad Astra. Ad no. Astra. You just said like a <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, because my, my list has been a bunch of, bunch of curveballs. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's been good, though. Thank you. I mean, like, I feel like Black Klansman's like the most out there so far. Really? Well, then this yeah. one might be it. <laughs> this one might be it. Ooh, two thousand one. No, because my number one is uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. <laughs> fuck yeah! The best Tarantino uh, movie. It's, it's so. Film bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Because I was watching this in like in a time when. I was just watching a lot of like Tarantino movies because I never had watched them like like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So then I watched Pulp Fiction, I watched Django, I watched Hateful Eight, and then I watched Inglorious Bastards. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this one's fucking great. I just love it immediately like captured me with the beginning scene. Yeah, like the families under the under oh. under the the house. So the, good. Like the the general walks in and he's mm-hmm. like, "Are you hiding shoes?" <laughs> he's like, "Huh." <laughs> And then, so well just, shot. and then just this fucking just unload. Oh my god! And then the whole story special. Oh. And I love Brad Pitt's character. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Have you seen it? <laughs> Ain't no way. I don't know who Quentin Tarantino is. All right, calm down. Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do oh. love Brad Pitt though. His his American accent. In oh this my movie. god! Yeah, his like American accent. <laughs> he's he's already American. But yeah, he but puts he, on an American accent. He's like, like yeah, man, that right there is it. <laughs> you owe me Nazi scalps, and I'm gonna get them Nazi oh, scalps. Oh, he says Nazis. He says Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nazis. I am part Indian. <laughs> <laughs> I 
engine. <laughs> so oh, dumb. But no, but him and Eli Roth in the movie is just yeah. so fucking good. And then um Christoph Waltz. Yes. One Christoph of the best villains ever. He's he's so scary. Mm-hmm. The way he portrays himself in movies is just so terrifying, especially in this one too. Mm-hmm. He just has this presence that's just so unnerving. But it's like it keeps you like invested. What what is that? Have you seen Django Unchained? No. Hmm. hmm. Have you seen Hateful Eight? Nope. Hmm. Have you seen Green Hornet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you actually? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a, he's a villain in that movie with the double barrels. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've oh. never seen this man in my life. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope we caught we got that on the that's movie. crazy. <laughs> what? Um, he's a narrator for Clash of Clans <laughs> for a commercial for Clash of Clans. Well, he he's w- in Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> what the fuck? He won the Oscar for this movie, right? For Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, or was that for Django? Uh, he yeah, it was this movie. All right, good. Yeah, best one was by a supporting role. Definitely Wolves. deserved. Yes. Oh, he's so good in this movie. Mm. It's so fucking. It's um, Michael Fassbender's in this. Yes, which is amazing. <laughs> I also love the fucking little cameo by Mike Myers. <laughs> oh my god, he's in just like this crazy fucking makeup, and he looks disgusting. Yeah, so he's gonna be fun. in the French Dispatch. Who? That is all. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, he fits in a Wes mm-hmm. Anderson movie for sure. That's yeah. a bingo. <laughs> 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 oh my god, and then. For some reason, just in the back of my head, I just did not think we would see Hitler in this movie. Okay. And then Hitler was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and the way they bring him in. Yeah. Because <laughs> early YouTube, because this movie came out in 09, mm-hmm. early YouTube, they would put like this, they would put the scene where like Hitler's talking to like, like these like army men. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're like yelling like in German. <laughs> yeah. That's like a classic scene that I've watched when I was younger and I didn't know where the fuck it came from. But they would always pull like some like stupid captions that don't even like, like like are not what what he's saying. So it's just supposed to just like it was it would be like like a video game thing. It would be like Hitler trying to get off the computer. It's like no 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 no. It's not. I I want to keep playing or some shit like that. So that's like how like that I kind of seen like stuck in my head when I watched it. I'm just like what the fuck. Like this is this is the shit I watched when I was like younger because I was a dumb kid watching a bunch of like meme videos and I was like nine or ten. Whenever <laughs> I see, it, I'm just like whoa. But I also love probably like one of my favorite scenes like ever in a movie is the movie theater scenes. Yeah, oh, like the, like the those oh. scenes are just so good. I won't uh, get in, like too much into them. Yeah. Shoshana as well. We need to talk about her. I so good. Sh- <laughs> Shoshana Melanie Laurent is great performance. Fucking great. It's just oh, and um, Baron Zemo's in this. Yes. Um, <laughs> And also, Tarantino himself also also makes a cameo as he always does. Yeah. He's the guy who gets fucking <laughs> fucking scalped. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your part of the movie, Alyssa? Hmm? Your part of the movie? Definitely when Brad Pitt um is running. I don't think he ever runs. Oh my runs. god! Whatever. <laughs> I don't think he runs. <laughs> Never. He, he, Not he, once. Have you heard of like the Gorlami? No. Okay. He's got a knife. Nice. He points at the camera. What if it was you? 
Hmm? Isn't at. there a shot where it, the camera's like on the ground and yeah. he's like looking down on it? Yeah. yeah. It's him and Eli Roth that's my just favorite part. at the camera. That's you, that's you on the ground. I literally <laughs> only know that because we watched it in class. Mm. Thank you. We did. I remember that. <laughs> we did. I yep. Did. Um, but yeah. No, definitely. That w- I was considering that for this list. I had to pick at least one Tarantino movie for me because yeah. I do like a lot of his movies. Okay. But I... I oh. But I, I hate I hate just being like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because like I that's just, my I, mom's favorite movie. I just oh my god, I just hate being labeled as like the one guy's like oh my god you're a film critic you just love, you just love Tarantino like I hate that shit. But oh, fucker makes good movies like what the fuck man like yeah fuck this guy. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is so odd. I thought you said it's hot, hot and <laughs> I was gonna flame you. I'm like you are weird. <laughs> no no no, yeah, he's, he's such an oddball. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't like his voice. No. <laughs> Tarantino, if you're listening, he's like a literal gremlin. Still hire me, please. He's a literal fucking. Like, <laughs> um, he's striped. Oh, <laughs> oh man. No, uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting list overall for you. Thank you. I wasn't Honestly, expecting your list. Yeah, I wasn't I'm... expecting anything on your list. <laughs> Besides maybe Quentin Tarantino. Because like I don't talk about my movies all the time. Yeah. Because it's like whenever like I'm with you guys, you guys more talk about the movies. I'm just like, hee hee, I'm, com- I'm comedic relief. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not the one that's usually talking about my movies. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's nice. Yeah. So you, you guys are expecting Gremlins on my list? Yes. Um, yeah. Duh. For sure. Like that's, your, that's literally you. You are the movie Gremlins. That's your entire personality trait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I feel like yours is kind of expected. Yeah, yours no, yours lot, is you. Definitely. Those like kind of like stories. Yeah. Yeah. From like what like I I always say that I just love slice of life. Yeah. Movies. Mm-hmm. I just. Uh. But I didn't aud- do one. But audience, guess. do you agree or disagree with our top <laughs> list? Let us know in well, the comments not. section below. <laughs> uh, we would love to hear your uh, <laughs> your top fives. We'd love to hear your top fives. We'd love to hear your comments on the the show as a whole. Uh, I know I call you off camera. Is what we're gonna say? No, no, no. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Just continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like you know, let us know what you thought so far, and comment your top five. Like I said, and uh, any ideas? Any ideas for any future episodes? We would love mm-hmm. to hear it, and also uh, follow our socials too. Our individual socials will be in the description, as well as the podcast central social at Next Green Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Why are you looking at me, me or Maria? <laughs> I, ha- I have I have the script right here. <laughs> I have a script right here that I'm reading, so. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's going to wrap up and conclude episode one of the next Ooh. green podcast. Um, yeah. Um, episodes will be released every Wednesday. Yeah, we'll try at least. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. make sure try. that audio episodes will be out every Wednesday. the the vi- The visuals will be out every Thursday on the mm-hmm. YouTube channel as well. So. Yeah. Oh, and happy National Podcast Day! Yeah, as yeah. As, as of recording this, it is a national happy international national, pod, international yeah. podcast, podcast day. <laughs> so, so it's fate, you know. You'll get more of us for sure. Yes. If you watch this far, comment a yeah a stitch a stitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any, doesn't make any sense. No, <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for watching, and we will we'll see you next week. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs>